Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Gaz, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Hey, how's it going? Gaz, how are you? I'm how's good, life? how are you? I haven't talked to you all day. How you been? I'm good. <laughs> I'm dying. So hot in here. It's so hot. This is probably, actually, probably the hottest day of ever in the UK, apparently. For, for those of us who don't use the uh, the British system, the... the uh, how hot is it over there? Bro, it's just too hot. It's just too hot. <laughs> you remind me of a friend of mine that that's all he said. Like, he was constantly, even in the wintertime, he was too hot. He's like, oh, my gosh, it's so hot in here. It's so hot it's in here. So like, hot. he said that all the time. <laughs> so hot. It's um, so hot. But I'm here having my... Things are hot. Things Don't are... Um, I'm sorry. It's really Things hot. are happening. Um, welcome to the Ecstasy Podcast. I'm here with my amazing co-host, Gaz, from Game On Daily. And some of what we're going to talk about today is so hot. The Activision Blizzard thing is super hot right now. In fact, mm. coming in really hot. Uh, we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Gaz, I got some, uh, I talked to somebody last night who was doing some real digging, like almost called the European uh, Trade Commission, whatever they're called. I don't even know what they're called. Um, digging into how close we are to this activation thing things could really take a sharp turn this fall if all goes according to plan we're going to talk about that this isn't one of those things where everyone's like oh i heard it's you know i talked to an insider and they said it's going to close it's not one of those things it's a little bit cooler than that but yeah yes i'm excited let me give a shout out to uh yeah, we'll, we'll start. Let's give a shout out to a couple hundred people who are checking out the show. If you're here, we're live on the Cold Eastwood channel, and we're also on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts on demand audio only. If you want to check out the show after the fact, Gaz is eating a banana popsicle, which sounds fantastical right now. A lot of popsicles come to my house. Got a full popsicle. I can never do that. <laughs> oh, I used to love the popsicles that came with two sticks, and after a while, you just pull them apart, and then uh, I got two. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are classic. I want to give a shout out to the uh, channel veterans: Ricky Blade, Ricky, Raiden Blade, Ricky Fallon, Zenner White, Poochie Wolf, Assassin to Blue, Devario Two Gaming, Fault Lights, Wreak Havoc, Fox Storytelling, Ronnie Coots, Gaz, Dark CMF, Beta Max, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nana Polymyth, Hargy Johnny, TK Chillin, Larry Thatcher, Dove V Simcoe, Suicide King, Yodana Kizada. Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. Don't we have the coolest names? Everyone has the coolest uh, internet names out here in the world. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But, you know, thanks for okay, everyone yeah. for coming to check out the show. We're going to talk about the very first thing that kind of broke news for us in the morning, if you're here on the west side of the globe, is game reviews for Stray and As Dust Falls. Gaz. Tell people about Stray. Let's start off with Stray first. This is a PlayStation exclusive. Um, what is it? I haven't played it. I bought it on Steam, and I think it unlocks now. So I'm going to play it on my Steam Deck. It's a game where you control a cat. A nice little kitty cat. Or a pussy, as some places know. Pussy cat. Um... <laughs> Don't do that face. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a very accurate sound. That Stray's come out, so has um, as does Falls, um, and Stray's review been reviewing very well. Uh, it's a, I think last time I checked, it was I have a the numbers eighty four meta. Let me just check. Yep. Let me check. Yeah, yeah, it's an eighty four. I'm looking on Open Critic because um, they they combined the PC nice version and, and the <laughs> PlayStation version. Apparently, Alex Battaglia of Digital Foundry is not happy. It is yet another game that what? sees uh, unnecessary stutter on PC, but running great on a console. Damn it. Yeah. I just bought it on Steam. Uh, I could have bought it on PS5. Uh, it's just easier to record footage if I wanted to. Oh, man. That's up. Well, yeah, another bad PC port uh, in the history books. I think yeah. uh, that history book is quite big now. Uh, but yeah, Straight is a game where you control a cat in a cyberpunk setting, and it just looks really cool. Uh, it's something I I love cats, and it's something I want to play. Um, seems like they really nailed the, the kind of mannerisms of a cat, which I think is quite important in a game where you control a cat. Um, mm -hmm. it's just I've said the word cat so much, the word makes no sense. You know, when you say something so much, cat, 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 cat. and then weird. you try to write it down, and the spelling looks weird. Yeah, uh, the other yeah, weird, the yeah. other weird game, like you said, is As Dust Falls. I talked to Randall mm. Thor 19, the man with a million today, about it, and he goes, Cole, are you gonna play this? I go, I don't know. And he goes, Can I spoil some stuff for you? And I go, Sure, go ahead. And he told me some, there's some dark stuff in this game. Like, oh, really? pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. It all starts off with something terrible happening, and you have to make, like, big choices right away, whether you're going uh, to ignore something or help something. Yeah. yeah. So the problem with the game is it's basically a Photoshop filter over pictures of real actors and actresses, mm -hmm. and then it's in, like, a uh, flipbook animation style where it's not really... I mean, you guys have all seen it, right? Where you don't you yeah. don't have like gameplay controlling. It's like it flips between scenes and and blends them. You know, uh, you had a still shot here for several seconds, and then a still shot, and then they yeah. It's like I don't know. It's like an experience. Yeah, also, you can see. have your friend join on a phone, guys. 
super weird. I'm really intrigued to know how that works. I mean, what do they do when you have co-op? Like, or with the, and you have to four people co-op or something weird? Like, up to how eight, does that, I guess. What? Yeah. Like, how, what do they do? Well, how how does the co-op you can, work? In that? You you on the phone, I guess you can be given a choice of what to what your friend should do in the game, and you can Why vote play it on together? the phone. Why don't we play it together, Colt? Let's do it. I've got so many other games right I'd rather play, but uh, we could do that. Yeah, you're playing. You're playing. Oh, you vote apparently. Yes, uh, it's a voting thing on decisions. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, initially when the first review came out, it was from VGC. I run a news aggregation platform. I was like, "Ooh, hasn't started off well," and that gave it like a yeah. two out of five stars or something. Uh, or yeah, four you, out of uh, 10. you put out a messy tweet this morning, but. And then on the flip side, the notorious IGN gave it a nine. And I thought I was, I I had slept through most of that as it was unrolling. Must have a lot uh, of water in it. Yeah. Nine out of 10. That's good. Nine nine out of 10. It's uh, sitting at a 76 Metacritic, which puts it at maybe I'll try it. Right. I mean, Metacritic, like you say, like you've always got the right idea of Metacritic, by the way. You always said, look, people say, oh, I don't care about Metacritic or I don't care about X, um, which is fine. uh, But you always said the right thing, in my opinion and from my taste. It's like, take Metacritic score, take what your friends are saying and then try it out. And it's on Game Pass. And then your favorite reviewer on YouTube or your favorite influencer. Yeah, use, use those three things. Okay. You're guaranteed to win that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey. I've just got an email from a very handsome chap. <laughs> Is that the yeah. person you're talking about who did this research? Anyway, um, about this ABK deal. Interesting. Um, yeah, yes. was I talking to this person last night? I'm actually... Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, very in-depth and super late at night and a lot of mm. critical thinking going on. We'll get, we'll get into that. Um, yeah, as does falls, I'll, I'll give it a try. Huh. So there's, um, let me read this from Donataku because we were talking about heat and I just cracked open a ice cold Mountain Dew, which oh, is yeah. uh, no sugar, zero calories. And oh, nope, I'm wrong. No, lots of that. <laughs> Donataku with the $5 super. Thank you, Don, who's always hanging out in the chat. And I, and I see you guys all in the chat here. Recognize all your names. You're amazing. Thank you for, for hanging out with Gaz and I. We really appreciate it on the XC podcast. Donataku says, I work door to door in 100 degree plus heat in Houston, Texas weather. I laugh at most people's idea of hot. Someone in the Sahara Desert is laughing at you. It's not a competition that... yet, Don. It's not a competition. Don, I bet you have Don, AC, AC. We have no Don, AC, Don. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you guys yeah. get one month of heat, right? Everyone, to be everyone fair, asks me that. Dealer always like in party chat, dealer goes, you guys always complain. Like, why don't you get aircon unit? In fairness to him, the last two years, I have been just crying like a little girl. Like, wah, we uh, it's uh, so hot. And, you know, it's, we just get such weird summers where we'll get a week of, like, heat and nothing else. And then it's over. Yeah, I guess yeah, I bought a $115 thing. I stuck in the window. Things. Yeah. yeah. No, global warming it's has all about Yeah, I'm just going to get used to it. I've got this tiny, this is what I've got. This tiny little desktop USB fan blowing air into my air for people listening on Spotify. You don't Apple have a ceiling Podcast. fan? I have a ceiling fan over here that's kind of noisy, but 
ceiling fan. <laughs> There's no you know, one this, is a, this is even a <laughs> this is a different kind of fan conversation on a podcast. Oh yeah, sorry. But yeah, shout out to all, shout out to everybody who uh, dies from the heat uh, and and complains, and and then the other people who say they're more acclimated. Well, my air conditioning broke last year, and uh, yeah, it was bad. It was really oh, bad. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he was complaining a lot. Yeah, I was crying. So the the latest <laughs> Xbox news is Platinum Games yet again on their knees, crawling, begging for Phil Spencer it, to Phil. throw them a bone. Did Don't you did you catch it, this? Phil. Yeah, yeah. They're desperate for that Microsoft money. They really are. They're literally when the uh, <laughs> when the acquisition season was up and all this talk of consolidation and platinum were one of the few first few uh that would say you know it wouldn't be bad if microsoft bought some japanese studios we wouldn't be against it hi microsoft or we wouldn't be against working on scale band again you know uh scale right. by microsoft and now they're saying what were they saying they're saying they would they would like someone to fund and purchase one of their games or something platinum uh, as I'm picking up my stuff, I think the they were asking for someone to pick them up. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah let me look at it again. It, it's just oh, so Platinum funny. Games because... has approached Microsoft to publish the next game. That's yes. according to rumors, anyway. So tell the audience, guys, what Platinum mm. Games makes. Yeah, you, you see the games tweet here from make... Idle Sloth says. Uh, at... Can we get that list? But what's his name oh, i always at forget Exodus, his name. come here the guy who blocks everyone if you speak in english to him on twitter it's wait, true he does it wait where's he what who's he work for platinum games oh Did that's the same here? guy yeah yeah it says Extus one stv received this information from his sources but doesn't know if xbox has agreed or not to the deal so according to this insider this person that talks to people in dark corners of the internet uh they're sure that Platinum has asked Xbox to publish, but they just don't know if Xbox wants to, to take the deal or not. Mm. Um, Maybe it's the ABK deal. Apparently that's holding up Microsoft quite a bit other than whatever information or whatever discussion you've had. But the, mm -hmm. I think it would be good. They know Microsoft is def definitely looking at Japan. They are making a big, uh, big moves in Japan, and Xbox is selling well in Japan. What the hell is going on? We've entered the twilight zone. <laughs> they, they're but... trending in Japan almost. That's crazy. It's super crazy. I think I um, find this so crazy. I don't know how much you know about really platinum games. He's <laughs> but... <laughs> so hot in here. <laughs> what? It's How much do you know about platinum here, games? So take off all your clothes. I ain't getting so hot. I gotta take my clothes off. Oh shit. Get this guy record deal. How much do you know about platinum that. games, I, guys? I that. All my neighbors are gonna be like, sorry, one sec. <laughs> that was really loud. people walking around in the UK thinking, what in the world is going on? <laughs> Yeah, and they don't even get the they don't get the um, wonderment of your post effects on your yeah. on vocals. <laughs> uh, what do you know about Platinum Games? I can name quite a few games they've made, and uh, they I think they only have a couple hot games. Well, they did Help make chat. was Scalebound, uh, the game that mm -hmm. the massive colossal flop and failure, mostly on the part of Scale uh, 
Platinum Games, not Microsoft. This big game that Microsoft hung its hopes on in a desperate generation called the Xbox One Gen. And this generic-looking Dante character with headphones was going to help Xbox with his dragon game running at two frames per second. And apparently the game was far too ambitious for Platinum Games. And then Microsoft got all kinds of I'm asking That's... the chat right now. Were you excited for Scalebound chat? For those of you who are listening to this show on demand, on audio only, I am pulling the chat right now. Uh, it's not light blue underwear. These are. Were you excited? <laughs> were you excited for Scalebound? Is what I'm asking. Because um, there was such a loud voice of people who thought, "Oh my gosh, those shorts look great." It looks like you play for Duke. Um, <laughs> Were you excited for Scalebound? Because I was, I was one of those guys from moment one when I saw it at the at the Xbox One reveal or that first E3. I was like, "What is that? What's with the beats?" Uh, I mean, it was now, the character was generic. The multiplayer mode when they got showed that there, that's when I got concerned because I'm like, this doesn't seem like it's taking a lot of thought there, and they've they've probably. Borrowed from Microsoft, well, they're not borrowed, they've been mandated by Microsoft to do this multiplayer mode. And it felt like these guys are stretching themselves pretty thin considering the performance of their first gameplay showing. So I was just like, mm. I mean, there's some ex- interesting looking mechanics in that game, you know, like uh, with the powers and the rock powers. And even now, visually, kind of does hold itself a little bit. But yeah, you know, Platinum Games are... It was definitely something Xbox never had, right? They didn't have this third-person Japanese-style adventure game. They hadn't had something like that in five years, maybe even ten years. Mm. Uh, um, Some people, I don't know if they're kidding, but they're asking what Scalebound is. So just really quickly, I'll reset for the audience. In 2013, about, Xbox showed this third-person action-adventure game where you have a companion that's a gigantic... Uh, dragon you know like a 50 foot tall dragon or whatever but your main character was like a dude bro with with skinny jeans and beats headphones on and he controlled the dragon and they worked together and they fought enemies in an open world it was very final fantasy looking it was made by platinum games the team that makes bayonetta but also made some really failed uh games one of them that kind of feel that was really good was vanquish which is a third person yeah. action adventure shooter which is very cool in cooperation with sega mm-hmm. so Scalebound was worked on for about four years for the xbox one generation and had a couple of showings that were really rough with low frame rate i don't want to r- tell too much about this because most people probably know the whole, what went on but here's the part that a lot of people don't know about was Scalebound was being delayed or was not quite ready yet. And when Phil took over for Xbox Game Studios or for Microsoft Studios, he pressed them on where Scalebound was. And Platinum said they were trying to deliver the multiplayer and single player and they're having trouble with Unreal Engine and the game wasn't ready and they wanted one more year. And Phil said, no. He was mad. According to reports, Phil was angry and said, no more. We're done. We're going to take all the money we pumped into invested in Platinum Games for this publishing deal and we're just going to we're just going to wash. We're going to take we're going to eat it and we're canceling the game, which was yeah. at a time when Xbox still had no games. It was during the time that Crackdown was supposed to come out and was being delayed. Yeah. It was so bad that they took a wash 
And get this, guys. During that time, Platinum Game Platinum Games released five games. I think, if I remember right, they released five games, and two or three of them were exclusive to the PlayStation. So their studios were getting other games out. A multi-plat like Transformers Devastation, oh, God, like yeah. the brawler, like uh, cell shaded Transformers game. They put out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a four-player mm-hmm. online co-op game that got like a four out of ten. And then they put out, uh, I cannot remember, help me out, chat, but they released a couple of exclusives for the PlayStation Nero's 4. Automata was really good, and I don't think that was an I Xbox. I keep thinking that was Platinum, but I think that was another studio. I keep no, mistaking that. Nero Automata was Platinum. Nero Automata was definitely Platinum. I'm going to look, because I think I And Astral spoke. Chain. That was on Nintendo. Wonderful 101 remasters. That wasn't on Xbox. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right, guys. Thank you. Platinum, yeah. which was a hit for PlayStation in 2016, came out when they were supposed to release Scalebound. So yeah. I, I said all that in the beginning to kind of give you the lead up, but really what you were looking now. at was yeah. what happens in development for Scalebound, Microsoft and Xbox were giving Platinum money every month. Well, it gave them a, a, a big upfront amount. So their, their teams were being funded in salary to build this game that was not getting finished. And they totally canceled it. So now we've yeah. got Platinum begging yet again. What yeah, the heck are they so, making, guys? Well, actually, the Bayonetta 3, that looks... See, there's a running joke. Um, in fact, Camille acknowledges it. It's a running joke, like how they're still running because they have these unique games, but they're not massive performers. Bayonetta has uh, an audience, absolutely. But then, you know, Astral Chain, did that sell out loads? And, you know, then they have their fair share of flops as well. Uh, and then Babylon's Fall. Babylon's Fall was terrible. That game reviewed it horrendously. Uh, that was just fact, a month ago or something, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Babylon's Fall. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. About Babylon's Fall. Yeah. I'll look Let it me up. see. Uh, 46 on Metal. Jeez. Uh, apparently, that was terrible. And then when that came out, Acer from... A forty-three on like, Open Critic, yeesh. which co- combines PC and and PlayStation and PlayStation yeesh. Four and Five, yeah. And you know that kind of thing can really well, like Platinum are always on the edges of like being of surviving. Bayonetta Three needs to hit, and it's coming out on October twenty-eighth, twenty-fourth. Uh, I forget the date or twenty-sixth, one of the dates. Um, so they're really desperately looking for a partner now, um, especially with spiraling dev costs, and Microsoft could be the perfect partner there. And I think I, Microsoft shouldn't be too snooty when it looks at uh platinum games and perhaps you know they've got a history you wouldn't of, be we, you wouldn't be a little bit cautious no no, no i'm I not mean, saying don't be cautious i've looked at 12 games they've made and they mm-hmm. have four great games the near automata and the bayonetta games the other ones are pretty dicey Astral chain um oh, yeah rain's yeah, really good yeah. man if they can just make the right game that's the thing. It just only takes one. And Microsoft may be looking at a potential good discount on the back of Babylon 4 coming out. Their stock value probably plummeted. And they're on the verge mm-hmm. of, you know, they want to get, they want to be bought. I think Microsoft, Microsoft will know more than we do about what went wrong with uh, Scalebound. They, Camille said, look, it was beyond their scope and they, 
whatever. And then he held his hand up and he apologized uh, for the failure that was scale bound. And yeah. if Microsoft feels like there was enough there to reconcile that relationship and get them to work and Platinum can, you know, obviously conversations like this, these are advanced top level conversations. We're not even privy to. So they, if they can sit down and convince Mike, Phil and say, look, um, this is our content pipeline. This is what we're going to work on. We could even go back and finish scale bound um, and really promise to deliver these kind of titles. Um, that's so if you want. That's weird. You open my eyes because they basically have these nine rated games and then they have these yeah. four rated games. Like they don't have an in between. Either their game falls mm. yeah. or their game is like the near automata and bait. And then you mentioned asshole chain. I forgot about those are all super like the highest rated games. <laughs> they're really good games that's a that's a Uh, so if you're phil gaz are you cautiously looking at that and thinking maybe we need to hear them out i i'm sure there are conversations and considerations already um people think that oh you know they got burnt don't touch them with a barge pole i will say this though (laughs) microsoft desperately need a studio that can churn out quality consistently and i don't know if platinum games are the ones for that because their track record speaks for themselves so unless they make a they lot have, of games they make a lot of games though they do make a lot of games but sometimes like this is my big concern is look you're going to sit there on that microsoft money or how uh, what assurances can you give us if i'm microsoft that you're going to deliver uh, a good game uh, or quality that we need. Because yeah. Microsoft, whether you like it or not, is held in a very critical kind of look at microscope, uh, under a microscope. Uh, people like me, like, you know, you have to Xbox prove yourselves out there. I'm quite unrelenting in my critique of Microsoft, make one thing to do well. So, and also it's a bad optics for Microsoft if a studio it's acquired uh, or is in partnership with for a Japanese exclusive fails, then that yeah, makes yeah. Microsoft look really bad. It'll look they like have it's their really, fault. I mean, yeah, it would, especially in Japan, right. it's sensitive now. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. They, it would look like Xbox's fault, even though Platinum has like we're either really crappy or we're the better than everybody else. For years, Colt, for years, everyone blamed Microsoft. Everyone blamed Microsoft. And I took Microsoft's Mm -hmm. side with that. I said, the writing is clear. The way way Camille was talking about it was obvious that this is uh, Scalebound's fault, not Microsoft. I'm sure there are some bits to Microsoft are apportioned to be uh, blamed. I don't know the full story. But yeah, yeah, like, you know, for years, Microsoft took it on the chin until Camille actually came out and apologized. Yikes. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's uh, that is interesting. I got one more comment from from Platinum before we move on. Uh, if you're just joining us, hit the like button if you're enjoying the show. We're about to get into in just a moment about what's going on with Activision Blizzard. There's some new reports and some new uh, theories, and then there's actually some information based on everything that's being broken down and how it actually is going to work. That Gaz and I are going to discuss uh, thanks to a good friend of mine which I'll ask him if he wants me to kind of divulge how that process goes through. But we're going to be talking about Activision and Blizzard joining Xbox way sooner, way sooner than we ever thought. Um, We'll get into that in just a moment. So yeah, hit the like button and show your support for us. The, um, where is it? (laughs) Right here. We got, this one's off topic, but Dylan Dobbs, thank you for the $5 super chat. He says, imagine Starfield, you can build starships or Pelican and landing on a random barren planet, finding one cave, then has a chief 
or doom armor in it as he says that's an easter egg um that would be super cool i don't know if if bethesda is did bethesda's put easter eggs in a lot of their games in fact mm. uh quick story i was replaying fallout 4 a bunch while i was preparing this big starfield video i'm working on and i got to this outpost that i'd already been to uh in my old playthrough from 2015 way back in 2015 i got this outpost where there's super mutants and there was a super mutant at the top with a minigun named big john and I took him down, and it was in a video I created on YouTube back in 2015. And I got a comment from a lady who said, Big John, the super mutant, is an homage to my son, John, who has cancer. And they Bethesda reached out to him and said, we're going to put your name in the game. So they called, because his nickname is Big John, because he's this young kid who was fighting cancer. This is back oh. in 2015. I don't know what's going on, but the mom was like finding any content on, the, on YouTube that was referencing that super mutant and saying, that's my son. I'm so proud that Bethesda put him in the game. Very, very cool. And when I went back there because enemies respawn in the game, but big John is gone because I took him down, you know, five years ago, but I wouldn't put it past Bethesda to put something cool in there, but they really should be looking at that (laughs) with that partnership with Xbox and, Throw something in like that. That would be so cool. Yeah, to see definitely. Broken Chief a helmet or something. Like, what would you like to see in in Starfield to uh, pay homage to Xbox? I mean, I there's a uh, the sci-fi setting kind of opens it up a little bit. Master Chief goodness. You might even see aliens in there that look. Hey, that kind of reminds me of the Grunt or the Flood or something. We still don't know remarkably little about. Uh, We've got the factions, we've got the enemies, but what kind of threat is looming? From, we don't from... know about what kind of alien enemies other than a couple yeah. of uh, arthropods that we've seen yeah. uh, in the game. So I also thought, are there going to be like bipedal humanoid enemies <clears throat> like we fight in Mass Effect or whatever? But we don't know. Yeah. I don't hope know. there are. I hope it's not just wildlife. But um Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got Hargeet has a comment here that I want to get into in a second because it'll take us in our next topic. But uh, Paul, thank you for the $5 super. He says, I keep hearing Microsoft is looking to acquire Netflix. Wonder if that would be a smart idea. Gaz, you know about more of this than I do, and you've talked about it extensively on the show. What's going on yeah. with Netflix and Microsoft? How does it work? So, yeah, this came about from an analyst who seemed to be really annoyed. Um basically stating that Microsoft... Um, so Netflix is supposed to go into an ad partnership with Microsoft. Um, they're one of the first, if not the first partners to get into this relationship because Netflix is now going to toy about with a free subscription, but that one that has ads and Microsoft is top of the list there. And some analysts were saying that this is basically them getting in bed with each other because they already have a history of a relationship among with each other. And they're talking about... Um, Microsoft might be considering buying, acquiring Netflix for about a hundred billion or something dumb number, insane number, yeah. and um, that's this is a precursor to that. And that the analyst said that basically they're waiting for the ABK deal to be done, then they're going to go and buy Netflix. Now, the number you may balk at the sheer astronomical number uh, value of it. But if anyone can buy Netflix or a studio that, or a company, sorry, that is uh, financially not doing that so that great, it's going to be Microsoft. And if mm. Microsoft wants to take, or Microsoft definitely does take the meta, 
uh, metaverse spiel seriously, mm-hmm. then Netflix is an, a massive gateway into that living room once again in a different medium, uh, movies and entertainment. Um, but yeah. you know that could be massively lewd. Netflix is a force. <laughs> Talk uh, about a m- monopoly when Xbox has like such a massive presence in gaming, and then they have yeah. like a major entertainment presence. The FTC uh, will be this... having a good time with that one. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how does this tie into gaming, though? Uh, use your imagination, but there could be uh, loads I... of ways you could do this. Like, uh, think about think about Netflix Originals, and oh, now you have Netflix Originals for a lot of your video game IPs. Microsoft has so many now with ABK and uh, the Blizzard. Is that part of the metaverse? Stuff? Like having TV shows or movies that tie into games and and all this other stuff, or is that uh, just I, something I mean, we've always done? That's a great question. What exactly is the metaverse? Because I think Blade Runner 2049 and all adverts beamed into my head and the different, you know, um, digital... Minority Report. Yeah. yeah, well, Minority Report is very clinical and clean. It's a bit too clean. I think Blade Runner is very accurate. But I in terms of like... Again. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how well Minority Report has aged. Uh, but, you know, mm. the metaverse no, is... No, I meant Blade Runner, of, but yeah. Oh, but you... I watch it almost every other week. I need to, Blade Runner I need to watch it again. So we need to sit down and watch it in a party chat, like friends. I mean, can you do that? Apparently in Amazon, you can do parties and watch things at the same time. I want to watch that. Blade Runner and Netflix does it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, does it? Uh, okay. Yeah, if you can do it on that. Amazon, that's where you get the movie. But uh, uh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, Netflix wants to get into a gaming service, right? They've talked about it. So is, is Microsoft trying to get in there? Like, we'll just slide right in. And then we'll throw Game do. Pass. Let them let them build their thing. We'll acquire yeah. them, and then we'll throw Game Pass in and just you know slap it, connect it into the the side the side peg of Netflix gaming. Then you get everything. Yeah, I see Jonathan in chat says, "Are there any good Netflix shows that could become games?" Stranger Things, yes, absolutely. I think we talked about that as well. We had Carrick uh, um, in here one time. We were talking about. I don't know if you guys have stuff. seen Umbrella Academy. Uh, I haven't That's watched great. the latest season, but when I was watching, I was like, "Why isn't Xbox making a game like this where there's where there's Multiple six characters that are just so amazing and unique, and they have different powers, and the, the way the storytelling goes, like this could be such a great game, even if some of this is all narrative and cutscenes, and the rest is gameplay." Uh, how do they make these movies so much better in games sometimes these TV shows but yeah. uh, so, Love Death Robots shout out to you great great show um, how, yeah, how close Academy. are they how real is this Netflix partnership talk it's we will never know these kind of conversations always I mean which one of these acquisitions we actually predicted none ABK Zenimax none of these these are top level com- you know speaking of today I learned uh, happy bomb in the chat. I got to give a shout out to Lethal Bob. Uh, I was messing with his name when I say boss mod, Lethal Papa, and Happy Bomb for being here to mod and support yeah. the chat. So give them a thumbs up and give the show a thumbs up for them doing the work to make sure that you guys don't say super terrible words. But news broke today that Netflix is interested in making an animated cartoon series called Grounded based on the video game. Like ah. a, four teenagers, a cartoon of four teenagers that got shrunk and stuck in the backyard by some mad scientists, and they don't know why. And um, yeah, they shrunk the kids. Uh, video yeah, they said come full circle. They said they, wanna, they said they want to capture the magic of the the movie Bugs Life and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, 
uh, with oh, yeah. the way the video game does. So, yeah, I guess Xbox might be looking into mixing. I know everybody here watches, binge watches a ton of shows, right, guys? You binge watch a lot of these these adventure shows, and then you sit down and play video games, and then you're cool enough to sit and and uh, hang out on podcasts. So. It it's might really be about audience retention and basically just get people vested into your whatever ecosystem. That's what the multi- multiverse is, is why Microsoft is positioning itself in the future. It's kind of a scary dystopian future, but Microsoft is really going it's beyond. It's coming. It's coming. It's weird. I just want to be there for, you know, the future hologram holographic neon signs and smoke coming out of the sewers. Uh, gu- greatest. I went to a city, um, Milton Keynes. They have Amazon robots just plodding along, delivering. Uh, I'd love to see that. I want to. It's just like, what the hell? They're just piloting. You just see these little robots, and they they know where the crossing is. They'll just wait there, and I'm like, it's like, what? We are in the future now. We are in the future. The only thing that hasn't happened is is the hoverboards, but pretty much that and the flying cars. We are pr- almost there. It's scary. It's scary. We'll never get. And flying I don't cars. even have AC. We'll never. Flying cars will never happen. It will yeah, never happen, not. but everything else is pretty spot on. Uh, imagine walking through a mall and and an animated sign like starts speaking to you after it scans your eyes. Like, gas, yes, uh, you like to buy underwear. Come in and buy some underwear. <laughs> underwear Emporium. If yeah. Anna de Armas's hologram wants to do that to me, I'll buy all. What kinds about of Anna de Armas's body hologram with my face? Five hundred. Don't bucks. even dare. That hologram would be <laughs> pregnant in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Donna talking with the ten dollars super chat. He gives us the facts and the figures. He says Platinum's B team is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Legend of Korra, Transformers, Babylon Fall, and he says their A team is and this is some good stuff. Metal Gear uh, Revengeance. Uh, I think it's Metal Gear Resurgence. It's been a while. Yeah. Vanquish, awesome, wonderful one hundred and one. I haven't played Near Automata, Astral Chain, and Bayonetta one through three. Those are so, big names, man. They've so got some like, yeah. You got to get the team like which team we talking about, right? When you want to bring them onto a game, I don't know how their teams work. Obviously, they've got more talented people in one part, or they may be the same student. You know, you know, they they may be the same group, but they just some of their games hit because the concept is great and it all leads to that. Microsoft may be looking into it seriously because they want to make uh, inroads in Japan. I've said it here on this show before, and I'll say mm-hmm. it again: an acquisition of a Japanese studio or building one from the ground up unlikely to be the latter it's happening microsoft once an abk deal goes through they will buy or they're still talking about buying platinum may be one of them i i know a lot of people don't like their works they just say stay away from microsoft uh microsoft stay away from platinum they suck but you have to look at the full picture i think that'll be something really to celebrate microsoft buying platinum is a mission statement if you don't think the Kojima game or partnership is enough, uh, or the Koei Tecmo one with Wolong, oh, yeah. Then, yeah, then this is undeniable. Like, Microsoft, but doesn't it just seem like it's either going to be a really big hit or a really big fail? Is that that's kind of what it seems like if they picked up Platinum yeah. for, for a partnership on a game? I uh, think, <laughs> I think if they would do well, Platinum have always been worried about their purse strings. They've always been stifled as far as capital is concerned. Perhaps the scale abounding represented a, an opportunity that they shouldn't have squandered because they had Microsoft's bank. But again, this was a Microsoft that still wasn't all in on gaming. It was kind they of were like not in at all. They were, do- they were yeah. drowning. They yeah. were left to die. 
Exactly. Yeah. So that whatever budget Microsoft has assigned to them may not have been that great. Now they're just getting all this news about all the studio autonomy, well, mismanagement and all that. We can talk about that later. But yeah, you know, my play Platinum Games, they might be a big front series front runner to be acquired by Microsoft, in my opinion. And the talk that they're making, I would say that it would be absolutely foolish of Microsoft to not entertain the notion. Do your due diligence, do your research, go into their books, sit down with them very carefully, run through a fine tooth comb, say, okay, what is it in your pipeline that you guys are working on? How are you actually going to use, you know, being part of us to, and there's also cultural things. I'm not talking about Western East uh, culture. I'm talking about cultural yeah. fit of a studio in Microsoft's umbrella. There's also a challenge of the, uh, trying to, acclimatized to Microsoft uh, or Microsoft acclimatizing or understanding the needs of a Japanese developer. They're, you know, I, I, I've, I'm very weary of how Microsoft deals with some of its studios that it's acquired and for, under the Xbox Game mm -hmm. Studios banner. So, Sorry, long story short, um, and King going. I'm really sorry. I have just you've, you've, you've off. kind of you've convinced me, guys. You kind of changed my mind already. Nice I think sales tactic. I, I would yeah. personally think it's a big deal. And I think if, if Microsoft does that due diligence, Platinum could be a really good fit for them. And well, this opportunity ask, may not come again. Let me ask the audience, uh, Gaz. Audience, do you think um, bringing on Platinum Games is a really scary venture for, for Xbox? Or do you think just getting a, a Japanese studio to work with Xbox is a major win? Because I'm kind of with Gaz, like just getting somebody like Platinum or any of these other uh, very prominent Japanese studios to say, hey, we normally just release our games on a PlayStation and PC and Switch. Mm -hmm. But to make an exclusive for Xbox, it is a very, I see Zaka and Chet, Platinum. That's a very risky well, move. The thing is, everything from software, if they're, if they, look, like, chat is quite uh, torn on this. Some are like, hell no, it's a terrible idea. Other people are like, no, it's fine. It's it, there's a lot more to it than that. You mean the guys that take money admit they didn't make a game? He has Zorka. We talked about that earlier about yeah, Platinum yeah. and their mishandling. And the whole point is if they can prove to Microsoft that and how they prove that, I don't know. Um, then yeah, you know, if they can Capono, Capono 5150 in the chat makes a good point. He says, We need games, not more studios. So I would rather see Platinum say, Hey, we've got this game almost ready. Does it look like something you want on the platform? And then yeah. if it's not Babylon's fall too, yeah. maybe it's good. Yeah, uh, let me it's, grab a I super... mean, that's the thing. It's not that black and white. You can't just say, oh, that's look, not. they have Babylon's fall. It's a flop. And Zorka, yeah, we did say Platinum is extremely hit and miss. Uh, it's mm -hmm. exactly where someone said they had a B team and they had an A team. They've got the Astral Chain. For every Astral Chain and Bayonetta uh, that they have, you've got your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and very recently Babylon's fall. So it's, it's, it's not... It is risky. It's not, it's risky. Microsoft has uh, the bankroll for it. Um, but, you know, Microsoft, and I said that, and Capone in the chat was like, oh, guys, you always say their studios are mismanaged. Now you want them to buy more studios. They just told you that they need, Microsoft has to do better in managing their they studios. Don't, they don't, they don't, they don't just sit platinum. back and paralyze themselves into doing yeah, it. Yeah, they don't, nothing. they don't really manage a studio like IO or um, Avalanche that's working on contraband. Like, that management all happens. Mm -hmm. That's a third party, first party situation. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. as they say, second party is not a real term that exists. Uh, Donatago says, give Platinum 
the right budget and they'll make gold or platinum. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love it. Dom. Money is I not constant, as uh, Zorka mentioned earlier as well. Like that money, and we mentioned at the start of the show, that money got used elsewhere <laughs> to keep the company afloat on their other projects. That's a big no-no if that's the case. And it looks like the likelihood is high. So yeah, don't. it's never that uh, black and white. But let's see, man. We don't know. Okay. We don't know the details. Well, I want to get into an update for an Xbox game in a second here, but there's a couple of supers that kind of take us into a real short side road. Sean Volathir, thank you. Volathir, thank you for the $5 super and I'll get your name next time. You can just write in the chat like, no, it's this. Um, he says, if Netflix, if they buy Netflix, do you think they'll have an avenue to stream games on Netflix to compete with Twitch? And before Gaz answers, I don't think anything can compete with Twitch. Uh, Xbox <sighs> left that behind when they pursued Mixer, which is a really good platform. Yeah. They should have just bought Twitch or they should have really pumped energy into Mixer. But when you have a juggernaut, it's kind of, you're kind of done. Twitch is the but place. That's a good question, though, because uh, Netflix is much more of a brand name than Mixer. Mixer had a problem with people like, what's Mixer? Uh, even in core gaming circles. And Mixer, yeah. to me, was far more technically superior than Twitch. So it such a better. shame that it faltered as bad as it did. But Netflix is a brand name. And so, like, you know, if you can do it as simple as press A to now play there's like a movie video game and then they're like, oh, now you can play Stranger Things, the game. Then, yeah, that's fine. That's I don't weird. know about we Dr. Just... Disrespect being the face of it. He is quite, uh, perhaps not the most friend, not friendly, but, uh, you know, marketing friendly face. That's like having me in as a spokesman for Microsoft. Bad I just can't see all over Netflix it. becoming like a, a second arm where you play video games or you stream them. Uh, and it might be a pretty hard reach for them to break into that where people feel like Netflix is a button you hit on your remote and you sit back and you just watch something. But um, yeah, yeah, Sean, I mean, I, that was the thing. Sorry. Uh, I think that was the thing with YouTube and playing in Stadia. It's like you can watch a YouTube video and then press A and then you're playing it. That really was. Yeah, was yeah it was integrated. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, good I don't know. Churro Barrow, the $2 says, did they? They did a Cuphead show. So <laughs> why not show? And not have a grounded show. I forgot about yeah. the Cuphead show, but yeah, it sounds like the grounded show is something they were they are working on. Uh, yeah. Hargit Chani is he's got a comment. I need to remember to go back because it'll take us into our next subject. But he says, uh, "I don't want to stay on this one too long, guys." But this uh, this kind of sure. tease off of the platinum thing. But Hargit says, "Thank you for the five, Hargit." He says, "Now that Sony has completed its acquisitions." And I wanted to put this in the topic list. So I wasn't sure, but he says, "Who do you think they'll buy next? When does Sony start getting in trouble?" With those monopoly checks, well, two, two questions <laughs> there, question. Gaz. Who do you think they're going after? And the FTC doesn't mind. Um, so that's a very good question, Hargit. Uh, so they've kind of shown that they're desperate, desperate to get. They're gearing up for the future, and the Bungie acquisition was a mo desperate move because they didn't have anyone in the multiplayer space, and that's what it was. That's why they spend three and a half whatever billion uh on bungee in terms of now that it's completed they probably have some bank for one more big move uh, that kind of bungee level or a multitude of smaller ones um and apparently i see i did a video a while ago about what studios um 
Sony should think about acquiring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and, I, and a lot of people are surprised by this, but I think Capcom as a publisher is actually entirely possible with Sony's bankroll, yeah. I think. Yeah, it makes um, sense. And that would be huge. There, you're gearing up with there loads of. But the thing is, Capcom, they're doing really well. Uh, Monster Hunter World alone makes quite a lot of money, and mm-hmm. so does Resident Evil. And I don't know if their valuation, uh, they may not even be interested in being acquired. Um, Zocker, so, I will yeah. punch you right in the face. You, you don't sully my chat with that blasphemy. He says they'll go after oh. Ubisoft. They, I think they might. That'd be huge swing. I, I would actually be really excited for PlayStation to buy that. That would light fire up the all of a sudden. Of all of a sudden, Assassin's Creed will be amazing, and Skull and Bones looks like the best <laughs> game ever. Oh yep. gosh, you know I the other last amazing. week I did it. Let it happen. Let it last happen. week I I put up a tweet about how my favorite games run at 4K 60, and I put up screenshots of Forza Horizon 4 and Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey which I absolutely love. And, uh, and the tweet was my favorite games and people got so mad because they thought I was saying Xbox exclusives. I think see if these, nah, it's not my favorite game, but see if these runs at 4K 60 as much Xbox exclusives that do. But people get so mad about someone's preference, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Origins are fantastic games and eh, everybody has their own opinion. Right. Yeah, let the, they're just using it. They, they, they thought you were console warring. You maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was, <laughs> but you know, I can wiggle my way out of that one. Uh, let's see. We got Sean Valther again, who says with the 20. Thank you, Sean. By the way, let me know how to pronounce your name. And if I see you again, I won't butcher it <laughs> so poorly. He says, if they buy Netflix, do you think they will add a section for people to stream to compete with Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube? could have Dr. Disrespect be the face. Did you say that because you saw his chat yeah. earlier? Or he, yeah, you guys yeah. no, no, we, it was the same super chat we read. Yeah, but it's okay. twice now. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know you read that when you were talking about Dr. Disrespect. But um, yeah, I don't know about that. Like we kind of said, I just I would stay away from Twitch as a comp- competition, right? I don't yeah. know, got to bring down the king someday. Boba Fett Gaming with the Australian Five. Thank you, Boba Fett. He says, pick up Platinum and give their games away in Xbox Cold. Games oh my god if that happens then you know the games are absolutely rubbish okay one more before we go into the the xbox uh, game update is red wolf thank you so much for the ten dollar super he says off topic as usual but what are you both most excited about have you uh that you've seen in starfield i hope we can be a bounty hunter gas mm-hmm. congrats on you and carrick's baby i'm so happy <laughs> for you we're thank supposed you. to be on acg's show uh maybe this coming friday which would be pretty fun this Friday, shoot. Maybe, uh, maybe, but maybe, oh, maybe. I have okay. heard that. He needs to let me know quick because may I have a date then? Uh, because I, oh, I don't remember my Thursday one. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. That so that was anyway, in reference anyway, to what, super chat. What are you most uh, excited? What are you most excited to do in Starfield? I think you can be a bounty hunter if I remember from the earlier talks. But what are you excited to do in that game? Like, what are you looking forward to? <laughs> Oh, there's so many things you do in Starfield. Like, if you had asked me before the reveal, I would have probably said exploration. Um, mm-hmm. And even now, I think I would still say exploration. And I'm not normally into big, uh, like, ship building or base building. But I really want to see how that's handled as well. Um, and it has space combat as well. So I, I don't know. There's, what I like to do is I want to... Initially, I really want to... I'm really intrigued to see this. Uh, you can actually board enemy ships... 
obviously not in real time, but uh, as in you go in space and just take over. But you can. There are missions like that. I'm intrigued to see. You think there's going to be something where you can hold X after you've taken out their engines, and then it will fade to black and have you on their ship. That's a good point. I wonder what the mechanic is like. Do you have to destabilize some parts of their ship, their warp drive or something, so they can't just beam out? Then there's a mechanic where you have to board the ship and align it somewhere. A little bit more thought in that. That would be really cool. There's a lot to figure out what they're going to do because like Mm. Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, or Black Flag, you could get them to where they're almost broken and then you had a Mm. prompt where you could board the ship and what you do in real time. Or you can explode it and just hit a button to gather all the resources. So I would assume there's something very similar to that. But I'm looking forward to... I just thought this while you were talking. I kind of want to be a scrapper. I want to go out and find stuff on the planets, find stuff out in space from from derelict ships or space stations and bring everything back and build up my ship or my outpost um, yeah. all as side stuff, which is really satisfying because you can carry all these little pieces of materials and stuff. Uh, so that's yeah. going to be a really cool game. I Absolutely. hope that I hope they're ready to talk about that game very early in the beginning of the year. Cause I don't know if we're going to hear much about Starfield at the end of this year. Mm. Uh, all right, let's, I was hoping you and I would have time, but I played co-op Halo with Hargeet in the Insider build, and oh, yeah. it's a little bit rough. has a has a few weird problems we're dealing with. <laughs> but <laughs> we were in the opening scene when you're inside that sh- derelict ship and you're trying to g- jump away while everything's blowing up, and Hargeet and I like grappled off away from the waypoint, and the checkpoint system was like completely screwed up so we had to like fall into an endless pit so that we respawn and try to get something to trigger properly but um Mm. get this guys as much as you and i have trashed the issues going on with halo infinite halo infinite's co-op is everything we were hoping it would be it is so fun with even with one friend like Hargeet and I were never right by each other. We were you you go in even in the enclosed areas in the beginning, we were on opposite ends of the room, yeah. getting killed or taking down enemies. And I would die and Hargeet would move over to location to respawn me. And it just you know that combat's so great, guys. It's so I know. great. The game is built for it. Why do you think I said delay it? The game was made for co-op. You could, the game map design is screaming for it. If you don't make it open world and don't have co-op, it's so dumb. This is like, it's so obvious. And someone at Microsoft, quite senior, um, cough, has also intimated their absolute frustration uh, to us directly, uh, maybe, I don't know, um, about why this game didn't, it's such a hit, a miss not having it. So, of course, yeah. you're having a great fun. I'm, I'm not jumping into the flying. I want to go play it when it's out. I've got almost all the achievements, but I want to do a 100% run with you or Hoggy or someone just to do it in co-op. Um, I will play it again. I've already completed a legendary, but I will do it again because it's going to be great because I'm sure it is. I know I'm not, I'm not going to uh, crap on ha- uh, Halo Infinite again. All I'll say is it just I've seen clips of people doing crazy things, and that's what the sandbox is made for. Although some people are doing crazy things of grappling each other and then flying. Yeah, across the yeah. Hargeet was yeah. jumping a big gap, and I was trying to do the same thing behind him, and I grappled onto his backpack, 
and like it, he propelled me forward uh, yeah. farther than I would have made it because I didn't grapple the ground. It was f- super cool. We were having yeah. a, a really good time, <laughs> kind of messing yeah, around with it. Like Hargit was above, was was above and in front of me, and I I grappled one of those pink, you know, multi explosion containers, and I chucked yeah. it at a grunt, and the collateral damage killed all of us yeah. <laughs> and he was like what the heck happened i was like oh my gosh it just really ramps up the the physics and everything to, to a whole new yeah. level with another factor or variable in there um I, I also realized that i wanted to use my custom spartan but that might yeah. cause another problem now i reached out to 343's pr about why we are playing as master chiefs instead of our multiplayer character like it's just a reskin and like mm-hmm. I, I think i might have said this last week or i said it on your show i have yeah. still yet to hear let me look into it or let me get an answer for you or we're not doing that i got no answer crickets that's because like in the background there's just like they're on fire ever like oh my god the fires just put the fire <laughs> out like what it's hey uh sorry uh cold east was shut up just put the fire out um yeah no i think <laughs> eventually <laughs> yeah, he's just, that's what's happening at 343 i think it's a great idea though i'm completely with you they should definitely explore like all this money is going into our custom spartans there's no reason why custom spartans can't be in the campaign co-op yeah everyone says oh no but law the law four chiefs in there i think that's a lot more immersion breaking than uh whatever there is one saving grace for you having all master chiefs in the game and um hargeet being a you know dark green shiny armored character you you have friendly fires on so i know where hargeet is uh, other than the little arrow with his with the h chani over it right Mm -hmm. um I know that's Hargy, but when you're shooting in all these enemies are usually wearing dark gray or dark gray with red accents or whatever, or purple. Uh, I yeah. know who the enemies are amidst all the madness. But if you got yeah. a green master chief, you know, oh, don't shoot at that guy. But if I yeah. was in there with my black shiny armor with the blue accent, that you, you know, know you yeah. might get a bunch of friendly fire shots at you. Maybe. But maybe there's, things, there's way to fix things like outlines, all sorts. But, I mean, you yeah, make I mean, games, it's not guys. a massive deal. I just wanted to work. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was just a small gripe. But, I mean, yeah. in chat, how many of you guys write in here, if you've had a chance to play the Insider Flight, I was talking to Dealer Gaming, he doesn't even have access to it for some reason. I don't know what connection didn't get made. But have you tried the Halo Infinite co-op? You have to start over from the beginning. But, um, I don't know. If you're looking for some side fun, it is good to get back into that campaign i will also guys when if we wait until it's out mm-hmm. my halo zeta ring is completely cleared i've done everything other than find the skulls so if we loaded that up we'd have nothing to do so i would be starting over the game for a third time to play yeah. co-op just to experience taking out outposts and the big fortress and stuff there so. need to be uh, there needs to be a, a roadmap for <clears throat> serious my roadmap for the co-op campaign content because it's taking far too long um but so, i know they're they're in a bit of a turmoil so let them sort that out but you're right i've, I've yeah. heard some not so promising talk about the future content and some people are really thinking that halo infinite can't really be revived and uh, at, ah! at least back 
back to its glory at launch that the content, oh, yeah. the big content that is going to bring everybody back is probably not away. landing until 2024. Yeah. yeah. And then well, the major content. Very ambitious, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry. The single player content edition would not be till 2024 or 2025. So yeah. I don't know. We'll wow. move off. Of, we'll move off of Halo. But I, I'm just Can here to say that that campaign mm-hmm. co-op super fun you gotta play it it'll bring back uh, it'll, you we haven't forgot how fun the campaign is but you you, you get kind of slapped in the face like oh my gosh Gameplay how do i not yeah. remember how great this is it is so freaking fun you know three so, four three as much as we'll give them crap the ga- gameplay and the open world like i called an incomplete masterpiece for a reason and that open world is a big reason why because it had the vibes there. It's beautifully realized, mm-hmm. although lacking biomes. It's still like this it's so is what beautiful. I... Like if there was just two more distinguishable areas um, out, more outside, right? Yeah. I, I, the game was so great when I finished it. I gave it such a great review for the campaign, and then I thought, oh man, it was so beautiful when I was making the video about all these big vistas and how the game actually looked really good uh, when when we weren't sure at first. And I thought, Halo Infinite can't a... be saved. It'll be saved yeah. or in two or three years. That means like most of your five, half of your 10-year plan has been recovery, which is horrendous. But in two or three years, when they have that big single-player content push, because remember the Endless, where are they? <laughs> when they yeah, start pushing yeah. that That's marketing, ranking, ramping up the anticipation and really getting think... things right then you can bring it back. It's not dead yet. It's not dead yet. I think it just stings because some of us had to fall back on Halo because three other major games got pushed to next year. So it's, well, it is a really me, rough Halo's situation. Halo is my, my darling or was my darling and I felt left out by it. But it can still bring it back. People are always like, Gaz, you always whinge at it. I'll always do it like it's my son. Well, I'll probably... You love Halo. You love Halo. Yeah, Percolator9000 says... I am here. Great show so far. I'm sorry for teabagging you. I was wrong. I feel bad. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> the old classic. I played with Percolator. Percolator from the community. I've never met him, and he reached out to me. And and then we played a Halo game, and I like I got Running Riot at like 28 and two deaths. And he's like, "Oh, you actually can play Halo." I'm like, "He's really good, guys. He's really on, good." We, good. One night, but, yeah. Kid Smooth. Hargeet Chani and I went three versus Gaz and he stomped us and he was laughing <laughs> like a maniac the whole time. <laughs> that Dead was Planet so funny. With... I was literally... <laughs> <laughs> you recorded uh, it too. You, you never released the tapes or did you? And I didn't because uh... kids like, come on, man, you can't embarrass us. Like I started fine. <laughs> I want... It's there sitting there, but I'm not releasing it. <laughs> He's holding it as blackmail. Dead Planet. Thank you so much for the $5. It says Xbox game studios in such a position of power this gen with so many teams doing new unknown IPs compared to PS5, which will basically be the PS4 sequel machine. So far they have been, they've been, they've been repeating the success of last generation, which is okay. Hargy Johnny with a $5 super. (laughs) It is a good point. Hargy with a $5. Thank you. Hargy says, I actually think once forge comes out along with co-op halo will be pretty good. I won't ever, it won't ever compete with the likes of Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite's a juggernaut. Like I said, yeah. leave the king alone. Let them do their thing. All right, let's talk about Activision and Blizzard. News outlets are reporting that they're hearing people talk about Activision Blizzard closing as soon as October. And I talked to 
my good friend Hargit Chani last night, and he went on a investigative dive last mm-hmm. night. It, did you talk to him about this, Gaz? No, I didn't. Well, he I've seen some stuff that he's emailed across to me. He's done some sleuthing and some research as well. Uh, a lot yes. of it's speculative anyway, but it, there seems quite sound reasoning about uh, you know, the UK regulatory bodies, EU and then the FTC. I don't expect it's... much resistance from the EU and UK to be fair. It's the FTC yes. that I'm really more concerned about because the they're FTC? emboldened by this new mandate. To be well, quite strong. The recent the recent news that the FTC is pretty much they've approved uh, on their end, and now it goes to the EU and the UK trade commissions mm-hmm. for review. Hargeet was digging into the timelines and deadlines and requirements, some of the really specific details of where the Activision Blizzard agreement would be sitting as it is now, and we had yeah. a quite because. A couple of days ago, everyone's like, oh, it sounds like it's really moving along quickly. It could be this October. When you dive into the, and I'm, and I'm probably going to have just Hargeet just write in the chat to correct me because, you know, my memory is, uh, I, you know, I start mix things up as we heard. It was super late last night and I was trying to retain all of his stuff he was getting information from. Hargeet said, I'm about to call the EU and just at, call their office and just ask what their, what their requirements are and where they're sitting. It was really yeah. funny. I think he was serious, uh, but he and said, to be honest, Hoggy is not the only one. There are articles coming out. Uh, loads of people are now suggesting that uh, Microsoft could, and sorry, the FTC could approve the acquisition in August, in a couple of months, or well, next month. God. Um, so yeah. So apparently, and I'll just read it out. There's a few hours ago, the Redmond giant Microsoft was confirmed that it responded to the second request for sending documents out to the FTC. And now the U.S. government agency has 30 days uh, to request further info. Otherwise, it will have to automatically approve the operation. Uh, so the deal and all of that could actually happen by, potentially by August. So, or yeah, or September that. or October, yeah. the latest. Here's the if situation. Hargeet said they're at the situation right now where the only thing that's going to get in their way is if they get sued. So they're in a situation where the mm. uh, correct Ooh, by me whom? when I'm not correct me. If correct me when I'm wrong, Hargeet, but you said one of them, I think it was UK has 25 days from now to approve or deny or not approve the deal that's come across their desk. I think it was the UK. And then it's also at, the EU and Europe uh, simultaneously. So this thing really, unless they run into some roadblocks or, or a suit, I think Xbox right now is chewing and, and Microsoft are ch- chewing on their fingernails down to the nubs that if this thing, because <laughs> we were talking June or July of 2023, if this thing was done by October, it literally means that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 launches on Game Pass, no questions asked, and then Activision games start pouring into the service, and Xbox has all marketing and pound-your-chest pride for Activision and, and Blizzard. And what else? Yeah. What else is coming from Activision and Blizzard? They have some big games coming. Like One of, one of your oh, favorite Diablo. franchises, Diablo. I love yeah. that you say that now it's my favorite, but I did very late play Diablo 3. Incredible game. I need to go back into it. I got 
massive crazy pestilence armor set for my necromancer i can't wait for the new diablo man it's gonna be insane uh so that's coming out that's gonna be big obviously overwatch 2's beta whatever it is is free to play now i'm not that excited for it but it's obviously gonna make a splash yeah, that's yeah. gonna be big yeah, it's um, been, it's but been yeah, Diablo years. 4 on Game Pass would be incredible. You have to understand Diablo 3 and it's era 37 or something, whatever it was. They, they had so many people playing that game. They completely underestimated how much it was that it crashed everything for ages. If that Diablo 4 goes, the deal goes through, and it should actually by next year. And that's on Game Pass. That is monstrous. And I use mm-hmm. the word carefully. It's a monstrous addition to Game Pass. That would mm-hmm. be huge. They will see, without a doubt, more numbers than they've ever had or could dream of. That number, it, you know, Diablo and Game Pass. They've been mega, waiting on that. They've been, wait- they, they, they've been held off from these big releases that just aren't ready yet. Hargeet says UK has until September 1st 2022 for phase one they usually finalize within phase one if it goes to phase two hargeet says they will have 24 weeks to finalize so Mm. 24 weeks from now or september 1st but that seems like quite a long time but then hargeet i'm sure um, i'm sure you're talking about that's their deadline and they'll probably they won't wait that long to make their decision um yeah um this is interesting, and Microsoft has had such a rough year for Game Pass with ve- probably zero growth this year, Gaz. Probably a lot, uh, a lot of people unsubscribing, in my opinion. I'd be very interested to see. Th- if their growth was like this with Game Pass after what's happened with Starfield and thing, it's just going to hit a slump and it just really strong normalization or maybe a tepid growth, but I would think it's like this and starting maybe to dip over they need to get that sorted they'll feel the pressure all of that will change when an abk does go through but yeah they do desperately need that um it's not a strong year for microsoft and xbox it just isn't i'm sorry yeah they've never had this i've said this so many times i just keep repeating myself for 20 years that xbox has been around they've never had a release where they just were not present and i don't know dusk falls is a published game for xbox but pentiment nah. dust falls grounded yeah i mean i don't know not not a stellar year even though i love grounded to death uh danny passion official has been a channel member for three months you can join the channel membership by hitting the join button and there are affordable tiers there but everybody gets early access to videos before they go up except for one that i'm putting out tomorrow which is a review and uh, which I can't put out until that time, can't put out early. But you also get custom emojis that I drew that are so fun, but they're like other Xbox characters. Like I'm going to punch them in the chat here. Uh, I need to update these, but you know, we just keep getting new characters coming into Xbox. But yeah, there's some, there's some of them right there. But uh, he says, Danny Patch Festival says, Do you think if the deal goes through this year and we get Modern Warfare 2 into Game Pass day one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would absolutely be... If that deal was approved before Modern Warfare 2 came out, I think Xbox would just say, uh, yes, please, get that in there ASAP. What do you think? I think it's going to happen next year, by the way. I don't think it's happening this year. I'll be happy to be proven wrong, but I think it'll be next year. But if Modern Warfare 2 did make it this year, that's huge, man, because Modern Warfare 
that's like when's their next big COD release that is on that level? I don't think. Yeah. The, and it's and it's yeah. not about rushing. Caponos uh, in the chat. You don't want to rush a seventy seventy billion dollar deal. You don't want the FTC to rush it. Like you don't want them to rush it to Microsoft approve it. Are ready Xbox to rush is, it through. Yeah. I mean, paying X, their lawyers Xbox overtime and, for that. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft and Xbox want that deal approved the moment they announced it. They they know they have to wait for approval from the regulatory agencies. So rushing yeah. the deal, yes, please. They want it rushed. Um, and they really want to make up that deficit because, like you said, Gaz, you think they've lost. They have. They're in a loss for growth in Game Pass over this past year. Very temporary, but I think they would. That would be the case. I'd be very surprised if they've seen growth at anywhere near the levels they were pre this uh, this year because they were going boom, 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 boom up. And to be honest, I think they. They need to be even way higher based on their capital investment here. Um, but yes. I, I would see that they, uh, temporary stalling of that growth, in my they opinion. But I don't have at, the numbers. This is all guess. Guess what? Yeah, yeah, we don't. But they wanted to be at thirty million um, nine months ago, and they are yeah. not. They're probably still. Uh, I would guess. I mean, we we can only guess. They have reported. I would guess they're probably still at around twenty five, mm. and I've seen. Uh, it's just been like, you know, I'll do it for the direction of the audience, but uh, they were growing and I think they've staggered out probably this past year because the offerings for game pass have been okay. Uh, like they've had some good ones, but you need strong you, names as you might begrudge me re- say, relying on AAA first parties, but as far as game pass is concerned, it needs those games. That's what people are and they need them sooner. For. Like guardians of the galaxy was a big highlight, but if you, yeah. you know, a lot of us have played it already. Uh, Hargeet also says EU has 25 working days. Okay, so I'm, I knew I mixed those up. I knew it. He says EU has 25 working days, which should have lapsed already, and then 90 working days to finish up should be done by mid September. That's what Hargeet is thinking. If everything is going to plan, and like he told me last night, they're really only looking at being worried about someone suing at this point. And so far, it's been smooth sailing, hasn't it, Gaz? We haven't heard about any many major rocky issues with this acquisition approval. Yeah, absolutely. I think they will. They, so far, it's been smooth, smooth sailing. Um, and when you asked about lit, or I think Hoggy was intimating that potential litigation. I'm just wondering who the litigants would be. Who are the applicants in any kind of litigation? Jim uh, Ryan. Case. I mean, it's a big company, big deal, Jim Ryan. Um, but I think it'll be fine. I think the deal will go through. I think Microsoft's lawyers will have, other than the scale and unprecedented levels of uh, you know, scrutiny from the FTC that are now emboldened by their mandate, I think they will still have a pretty easy time because Microsoft are towing the line. FTC doesn't want anti-compete measures, and Microsoft may have more than enough there to say that we're not depriving our competing platforms, especially Activision Blizzard, a studio uh, or whatever, publisher in turmoil with lots of negative press. This is, um, I think it will go through. And I think it will go through pretty quick. And if it's ahead of schedule, um, because I hang around the Americans so much, it's schedule or whatever you guys call it. Um, if it's ahead of schedule, then I'm not surprised. Uh, but if it happens this year, I'll be very surprised. because I. Did Why are you say, so pretentious in saying schedule? Schedule. You think you're better than me? I know I am. 
Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Wait, well, I don't even know which one is the British version now. Schedule or schedule? I don't even know anymore. Schedule is what uh, American folk yeah. say, but it sounds wrong. And then that's why. When you say schedule, uh, yeah, I like my kids. Why did that guy say aluminium? I'm saying because that's probably the proper way to pronunciate it, but uh, we're all right. <laughs> just hand me the aluminum foil and we'll be good. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? I've made strides. I've tried to learn different uh, terminology and try to expand my my mind um so we actually have a pretty great 2022 but a couple of games were shown this year that we're like eh. talk to me about Gollum, guys it's coming this year they're ready Gollum is uh is, is coming what's going on Gollum, the Gollum, the lord of the rings game i didn't even know about it Hold on, Hargit Chani, Chani just said something uh, new. He said... The way the FTC can block the deal is by suing Microsoft to stop it. That's what I was talking about. Oh, I see. EU okay. and the UK can block, and then Microsoft can appeal. All right, so the litigation would come from the FTC itself, uh, or a block itself. Um, what yeah, is the I mean, suing for? I don't understand. Like, You have yeah, to have some these smaller kind of quantum levels damages. What is it that they're suing? Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not a mergers and acquisitions lawyer. I have no idea. Well, get on it. What are you? But what are you I, doing I will all say day? You should be relaxed. If people don't think the deal will go through, I'll be. I will be shocked. As shocked as I was that Microsoft was acquiring Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. To be fair, that yeah. this deal doesn't go through. It's just a big deal. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of there's a, there's part. the union and it doesn't have anything to do with exclusivity. Like Hogue said when he was on here with us. It's it a political is, affair. It it's is. a very political affair. And they want to make yeah. sure that Microsoft doesn't step in and set the price for games when their competition and the biggest publishers are the ones who are gouging and setting the price of $70 games. Oh, Gaz, what are we going to do about this? Uh, Gollum mm. is the Lord of the Rings game where you play as Gollum and you sneak around, much like Plague's Tale. You sneak Have around. And if you know. haven't seen this, you should look it up. It, yeah. People aren't impressed. Um, I mean, I maybe it'll have a lot of, of charm. It just the visuals from what you would expect don't look as I don't even want to say impressive. They're just a little bit off-putting, I suppose. Is that a good way to say it? Because yeah, I like to be I like to be a bit a little bit respectful about how a team who makes games that I don't know how to make. You know, if I was going to yeah. make Gollum in photoshop and try to make him look good i probably wouldn't even, even with all my experience probably couldn't do that very well from scratch so oh this is a playstation game you just hide in grass all the time yeah i see it yes! Facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm not super excited about about golem yeah. but uh there's another game let me name let me name three games that are or two more games that are coming out that i don't think are actually going to make it the other one is Avatar. James Cameron's like big nine foot blue, tall alien game, like a first person Ubisoft cinematic looking Avatar game uh, is supposed to come out this year. And they said it's coming out this year, but we've seen nothing but a cinematic trailer. So, yeah. I mean, the stakes are high. The budget will be quite high. The movie's budget is bloody astronomical. Um, but we haven't seen any gameplay for it, so I'm like, is this going to be a ro- just a standard tie-in? 
uh, or it's going to be an actual good game because we, you know, what's happening with that game? It's been very quiet. When is the movie coming out? The movie, this I year? think the movie comes out this year and the game is supposed to come out this year. In fact, mm. give me a second. I will avatar the game 20 Frontiers of Pandora. Yes, Jake yes. Suli, you must write to Ruka. That's what I remember. Jake Suli, <laughs> you must write Jake Suli. to Ruka. Yeah. Mato. Um, was coming in 2022 according thing. to ubisoft it's in the snowdrop engine so um what was the last game that was in snowdrop that was they're all really impressive looking um looking... division two. Oh, is that the divisions what games use a snowdrop engine yeah division two mario plus rabbits kingdom battle okay i don't know but it does look good but it's, i just don't think it's coming out mm. um I don't know. The other one is Hogwarts Legacy, the Harry Potter game. Oh, Supposed to come out this year, but we haven't heard anything. But mm. I think studios right now are really careful. They don't want to talk about the release date until they know when they're going to go gold. I think enough. that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Um, but somebody asked in the chat, would Modern Warfare 2 go into PC Game Pass as well if it went into Xbox Game Pass. I'm pretty sure it would. Otherwise, it'd yeah. cause an absolute S storm. Yeah. <laughs> <An> S storm. <laughs> um, let's talk Callisto Protocol. People are like, oh man, this 2022 on Xbox. Oh, uh, m- multiplats don't count. Callisto Protocol is still set for this year. Yeah. Gaz. December 3rd, 8th? Well, early December, right? Yeah. Um, because the protocol is going to be a big one. It's going to be a wicked one. Everyone's looking for that's probably one of the most anticipated games. Well, third part, the the multi-platform games. But then you've mm-hmm. got God of War, people. That's yep. the kind of game you know you want Xbox to have, and it does. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do Starfield's old date. <laughs> Can't wait for God of War. Um, but yeah, um, Callisto Protocol is coming out. That's going to be an amazing game. There's, then this uh, holiday season is pretty stacked, um, especially combined um, God of War. So yeah, I mean, this is this should be the quietest year for Xbox. After this, it, it should be ridiculously busy. I mean, on paper, it's already ridiculously busy. You got. Diablo, you've got Starfield, you've got Redfall, you've got Forza. Uh, I mean, those alone just kill it next year. And then you've got all sorts of other games coming out that I haven't even bothered to name. So Gotham yeah. Knights. Gotham Knights. Uh, um, I mean, it might be good, but uh, in in that in that company, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, God of War. Don't you dare sacrilege God of War. <laughs> I bet you love Hellblade though, Ben. You're saying God of War. What? <laughs> Disgusting. I want to know what Scat Lights thinks about Hellblade. You just said that there. I want oh you to gosh. say the same thing for. What, what about Saints Row, Gaz? Are you going to play Saints Row? No, like a, I don't like the new art style. You have a predisposition style, about it. I just think the art style doesn't like. They made it all Gen Z and all these guys. It's like, yo, man, I was from the old school days. I love the old art style. Art style and that one is pretty crazy as well. I don't know. Maybe I'll play it with you because I like playing Cop. And playing online because I, I don't friends. know if the old school thing works anymore. Like 
the dude bro mm. gears of war is is kind of gone even like dude i don't bro know had a style it was wicked man that was like wicked gangsters not this new gen of you know gangsters whatever 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 i'll try know. it i'll try it i'll try i it. think the gameplay but, looks super fun i think it looks super fun like i know um, the gameplay is why yeah i mean saints row 3 was the one where they went way too much but that game I had co-op campaign, me and my friend, I remember this, this is a random story, I'm sorry, I have to say this, um, me and my friend were really dank, no, we weren't danked, uh, me and my friend were really uh, just playing co-op, and the game had so many bugs that it was like 2, 3 a.m., and we're in a car, and we jumped off the building, and then just stuck in the middle of the the, the road, like the car had clipped through, and oh, all we yeah, could see yeah. is our heads, and then there was just awkward silence. Because like, you did a big jump and landed. Like, yeah, yeah I've done that too. The thing. And then we burst out crying, like trying not to laugh. Literally like giggles for about 15 minutes as our family members, like trying not to wake them up. Uh, that was amazing, man. That kind of co-op experience. Yeah, you know what? I shouldn't be too uppity about art style. Although I, I'm sick of remakes, man. So sick of yeah. Remakes. I mean, they're re- they're rebooting games, and we have to remember, like, for those of you oh. in your thirties or forties, there are, you know, fifteen, sixteen year olds that are playing big yeah. open world games, like for the first time. Yeah, true. you know, this generation, right? They just started getting into those games, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Get off my porch! Uh, <laughs> super old, but you know, uh, Skill Up just talk to the developers at Fat Shark. Fat Shark. Yeah, I think so. I think I got that. Okay. About yeah. Warhammer Dark Tide. And I always thought this game looked very cool. I knew it would be better than Vermintide for me because of uh, the emphasis on firearms. But I watched his preview oh, yeah. of the game. Dark Tide looks better than all most of these games we talked about today. Dark Tide <laughs> is going to be really good. You've got. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I you've love got kind of style. an old the ascent like kind of a post like a cyberpunk or punk i don't know how you like a techno weird yeah it's a weird techno punk kind of style bit of mix of everything very quake vibes as well with the whole yeah. thing that's my kind of uh thing it looks great man it looks like a lot of fun the shooting looks great graphically in some bits looks incredible very good uh so i'm really looking forward to dark tide and uh yeah shout out to skill up you did a good preview of it did you watch um, that i i watched like uh the whole thing and uh um, i haven't watched the whole thing but i will definitely check it out yeah the developers gave him some 30 frames footage and then he mixed in some of the footage they let him capture on um uh, on the PC, like right there while he was at a summer games fest or something like that. I'm looking for the release date. Uh, as I talk, as I, as I, Oh okay. gosh, come on. Where is it? Somebody in the chat knows I, I've gotten to this point lately this past year where I'm not even clocking or remembering what month or time in the month that these games are releasing. Uh, I've just kind of been out of it. 13 September, apparently September the 13th. Uh, maybe yeah, i still can't find it but is that what it is yeah um xbox has had a rough 2022 but dark tide looks like it's going to look really fun really fun My, uh, happy uh, bomb in the chat says a... slime rancher 2 as well which is a really popular game like a H- high on life and why is sleeping high on, high on life high, high on life's life coming cool. as well yeah, yeah. several says getting old cult no i just this past year uh, it's just been such a wash of a year for Xbox exclusives. And 
it, on the other side of the coin, believe it or not, there been so many games where I just thought, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it in cruise control, and I'm just gonna wait until the game is close enough for me to know when I'm gonna play it. Um, I'm also playing yeah. uh, an Xbox exclusive. I've been playing, and I've got a review coming out tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. your time. Ooh, uh, I wonder what that could be. Yeah, who it's knows? Not, not a lot to talk about it. It's got things where you do things and you control it with a controller. But um, I honestly have just that? like been sitting back and just waiting things to to, to drop on my Xbox. And uh, the, some of these games that Gaz and I are talking about, this pretty packed year with such a rough first half of the year on Xbox, it's not, PlayStation and stuff. It's a year where Xbox doesn't have an identity. That's it. Um, it's really it's got loads yeah. of good experiences like third party games, but Xbox has no identity in 2022. It has none, especially compared to PlayStation. That has almost an end of gen performance with God of War, with Gran Turismo, with Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, granted, the from Horizon and Gran Turismo don't really excite me at all. God of War is big though, no matter what way you cut it. So, like, compared to that, Xbox has no identity. Even if you take away PlayStation out of the equation, just Xbox doesn't have much of an identity this year. Yeah, not right now. All of that will change. All of I got to give change. a quick. I got to give a quick speech. Um, the first half of the year, Stalker was supposed to be here, so exclusives were really rough before we even got midway through 2022. But there were four games that won me over that I did not expect to love that I've been playing since the beginning of the year, up until right now. One of them was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I thought the game looked dorky, thought it looked like a cash grab. Absolutely loved it. Played it with like four different people and my son. Really love Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and put probably 50 or 60 hours into it. Another one that surprised the crap out of me that I spent a good month playing was Elden Ring. Remember those days, Gaz, when Elden Ring had everybody... By the uh, I still need to complete that. Uh, yeah, I man, still haven't. But... Go- you know what? I haven't beat the game, and I don't care. All everything I've done, I could never play the game again, and I'd still say, "What an impressively fantastic experience!" Another game that surprised the crap out of me that I got twenty or thirty hours of absolute joy out of was Sniper Elite Five. I made fun of people in this chat. I said, "But Colt, we have Sniper Elite Five coming to Game Pass." freaking love that game and the last one that no one wants to hear about that is one of my favorite games right now because people say yo over there on game pass ain't got no first party exclusives my favorite game this year is mlb the show and i've been having so much fun playing the game i've totally got nobody cares about baseball i'm not going to give you a speech but i have i've had so much uh lateral enjoyment of playing that game every single day multiple times a day and watching the real game i can't believe how much thank you playstation for giving (laughs) us your first party game day and date in game pass um so it's not all bad right it's not all that it's it's been been really great and i know you've not run out of games to play regardless right oh there's loads of games to play right now i'm playing is okay by the way chat I know you get journalists who, you know, many journalists don't know how to play games or a lot of them are just in the gaming space. They don't even play games or whatever. <laughs> Jeff Grubb is, not only does he play games, 
<laughs> he is ridiculous. Jeff Grubb, I'm not massaging his ego for no reason. He is absolutely ridiculous at games because I am trying to beat his score in one level of a game called Neon White, which is on mm-hmm. PC and Switch. And I'm top 300 in the world. He's top 150. I'm milliseconds away from him. But for him to achieve that score means he is ridiculous. And apparently on Neon White, he has comprehensively high speedrun. It's a speedrunner's game. He is yeah. insane. Jeff Grubb is insane. So everyone give it props to Jeff Grubb. One for being he uh, just a nice, cute little man. Astrobot when it came out. So yeah, he had a world record in Astrobot. Not only that, and he's got a lo- lovely, luscious set of hair, and he also predicts and he has actual insider knowledge as well. And he looks like a really cool kind of guy. Um, so yeah, shout out to Jeff Grubb. But I have been trying. I've spent hours i would say maybe four or five hours the same nine second level over and over again and it's too hot for me to play that game it's too hot for me to play and you that put game. up a little video clip of you trying to beat his score and you had the camera on you and you were going so in fairness to me i just booted, bought that game just played it i thought you know what this guy doesn't know what he's doing I, i'm sure i can i've looked at the gameplay clip i can mimic this and make it better no i was wrong i spent hours on it he is very very good at that game Jeff Everybody hit the like button you. and show your support of the XNC podcast. If you think you're a better gamer yeah, hit the like button. than Gaz, I hit the like it. button. Uh, well, I want to get that up to 500 to show, you know, to tell Smash you. The like hey. button. That should be a 500. There's 777 of you watching. I'm sure all of you love my Halo takes. Like that button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do hit the like button. If you, if you had some entertainment value while you were doing the dishes or playing a video game while you're checking out the show we really appreciate it i'm curious to know how many people on youtube listen to the show while they're playing a game or how many people sit and just watch our faces go but you know i don't know who knows i was always wondering how many people actually watch all the edits i do in my videos and zucker was saying he thinks people just listen to the videos and don't watch any of the footage don't see any of the graphic overlays i do but well, who knows no 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 that's zorka's videos zorka's videos are radio videos your videos are not that um, yeah i would hope that people enjoy this stuff that i that we put on screen because you do you do amazing uh, it, it drives me crazy i've got year uh, 15 years of experience of video production and i watch a gas video a production and i go bro your edits like you are on another planet. Amazing. So make sure you're no, supporting. What are you talking about? I'm you, not on your you? level, but yeah. No, nah. dude, you do these micro edits and these like timed things that just, they make the little hairs stand up in different places. They're amazing. <laughs> Appreciate it. But Appreciate um, uh, let's see. We got Sleeping Vistas with the Australian Five. Thank you, Sleeping. He says, Gaz, are you playing Power Wash Simulator? The spray will cool you down. That's another Bro. like. Cult hit I read right that now super chat and I hate you for it because it would just feel so nice to have that kind of spray. It would feel nice I'm to have 60 psi blasting you right in the crotch. <laughs> yeah, I literally am. I literally you can do cut your right hand. Now. You can cut your arm open with a with a with a power washer. <laughs> you have to be really careful. <laughs> yeah. And as I just said that comment, I apologize. Jonas Dad with the two large thing. He says I, I li- enjoy listening and watching while playing co-op Stardew Valley with kids. You can do Stardew and co-op. I thought it was a single player game. That's a cool game. I didn't know that. Um, Where was I? So yeah, I I gave you my spiel about all the games I've been playing. Um, Plague's Tale Requiem is also coming, but uh, some of these games are taking a little while. Atomic Heart apparently is a first person Bioshock meets 
stalker meets how would you describe that game it's it's like a steampunk uh bioshock type game from a studio in eastern europe and they've been seeing delays because of the war going on but apparently they're trying to make it this year as well i don't know i don't, I don't know. think they will do you I give a crap about scorn guys that's all everyone wants to know I are do. you excited about scorn i am i think well that's the game that people are overlook yeah it may not be a typical game but you know this is what indie devs do which game studio triple a studios making this kind of geiger-esque risk with this incredible art style yes it looks icky and it looks weird it looks and gross it looks gross, but yeah. I think it's amazing. I think I'm really hoping the developers knock it out of the park with Scorn and the game does well because it deserves to based on the efforts they've done into just the pure majesty of the game design. Uh, and as Capono says, I like to insert things into other things. So yes, I'd love Scorn. Scorn is very like weird, like fleshy kind of weird game, but it looks incredible. Like that, like just even drawing that a, a still of that is amazing to build that in a 3d mm-hmm. game and make it fun it's not going to be easy but i really am looking forward to scorn so the developers yeah, of scorn yeah. you've got my support it, it's very unorthodox and like a a shotgun being like the carcass of a creature and reloaded with bloody teeth and bones and and blood globules <laughs> that power the super super weird i feel like the game is going to be slow and method uh not methodical yeah but it's supposed to be slow and tense and a little bit of puzzle puzzle work like figuring out which way to go and how to unlock a gate before some lumbering sack of guts comes to uh slap its meat hooks on you a very very weird game um definitely one more one more it's a multi-plat and boy this game won me over evil west now, this isn't the oh, one that yeah. Miles Dompier is excited about. This isn't the one with Bruce Campbell. Evil West is the cowboy zombie killer. It's a third person. Uh, Devil May Cry meets uh, God of War slash Red Dead Redemption. Uh, mm. Third person action melee and shooter game. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, when I get the show moved over and i can i can bring stuff like live in the moment you have to look at this game because you have a you can lasso and jump you know swing across gaps you can punch enemies you can pull off headshots it kind of has that call of war as gunslinger thing um another really cool game i don't know why xbox is not reaching out saying hey let's get you on game pass because i feel like that game looks so cool and may not sell very well because of yeah it doesn't have the marketing machine behind it yeah, Who's and that game that was one, cool. Guys. You you brought that to my attention. Um, what do you think of it? I think it looks really fun. I think the mechanics look like a lot of fun, like a Red Dead slash. Oh, Flying Wild Hog, the team that made uh, Shadow Warrior one, two, and three. Oh which, yeah, oh. you know Shadow Warrior three was another game I played this year that I really enjoyed, and then forgot about it because I played it in like two or three days, solid, and it was a little messy, but pretty fun and just a, yeah it's like doom on crack and doesn't have the polish of doom so yeah flying wild hog is really cool i'm i think this should be good but uh yeah. i don't know we we actually have a pretty good uh 2022 coming up oh, is there yeah. anything i'm missing that you're looking forward to playing i'm sure there funny. are quite a few games because whilst xbox hasn't gone identity this year there's like road 96 i've heard good things about that or 86 whatever 96, has yeah. I think Phil yeah, Spencer tweeted about that as well, said it was a good game for him. Um, and yeah, there's loads of loads of 
mini games or third party games that are really good. So it's a stacked year just generally. Um, so there are lots of good games and a lot of variety. Um, and I'm just waiting to come and play them. So yeah, like as Xbox content creators, it's really frustrating, by the way. I mean, I, I cover all platforms, but like Colt, it must be. Come on, be honest. This is absolutely rubbish. <laughs> As an Xbox content creator, he's <laughs> sinking away. Um, in his, in his I, I think it really comes off as really super dumb to complain about the difficulties of trying to make content because from anybody who sits and watches the show or watches their videos, it's like make entertaining content. We'll watch it, right? And um, yeah. Or that, or people may say, and I don't blame them. I really don't. Even though we spend, we can spend eight hours on one video uh, at yeah. a normal, right? But it's really easy to say, you know what? Making I've it's never not spent like you're eight, out there hours on one video. I yeah, have never been. Well, it's that not fast. like we're. It's not like we're out there, you know, bucking hay or or trying to build a house. You know, it's not hard manual labor, and what? a lot of it can I, be really fun. Just, but to say, my <laughs> making the source video. <laughs> It's harder than building a house. <laughs> you know, it's to, you know to get into the how terrible it can be being a content creator. I have an AC th- uh, thing in the window to help keep it cool enough in here. I can't have it on when I'm recording the part of my video on camera or doing my voiceover on this mic. And so I'm like, oh, the suffering. <laughs> but um, let There's me be real with you guys. Facing me, there's no yeah, I've ventilation. Light. I've got this. I'm just literally going around doing this to myself. <laughs> yeah, so hot. You feel sorry for fun. us. But I love but it. Let me, Don't let me be real because hold us to account, and we were very grateful. Like seven hundred of you yes. were just listening to us yes. talk nonsense, so it's good. Not nonsense. Hopefully, I'm super, that. super grateful. Um, but behind the scenes, the news has been slow, and Xbox is not going to talk about anything big for maybe mm. another month, right? Maybe yeah. not until games calm or till things start wrapping up towards uh, the game awards or what, or if they start start talking about EXO. 2022 which is a possibility we'll talk about that in the next show probably but as a content creator like well, if i'm going to sit down and make a video for six to eight hours i have to really want to cover the subject and if the subject yeah. is just um you know some little piece of news i may just go i'm not going to do it and then youtube is and behind the scenes guys this is great but youtube tells you in your analytics thing where you look at your numbers and your metrics youtube is constantly telling you you suck your numbers are going down. <laughs> no, nobody's watching your stuff. You haven't made anything, and the stuff you did make, nobody cares anymore, right? <laughs> so, uh, yes. it immediately to, dropped off the analytics were harsh after the showcase event. No matter how yeah. good the video is, boom. Uh, yeah, I mean, because everybody got all the news they needed in in one shot. Yeah. That's why it's so important to have E three where all this news is pouring in over the week, and and there's yeah. always stuff to talk about. But um, Really super grateful that you guys check out the show and check out Gaz and I, you know, talking about where we sit on this news and uh, check out this channel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific where I'll have a review for uh, something from Xbox. And I'm really super proud of how the pacing and the excitement of watching that will be really great. Gaz, tell everybody what you've got in the works. I know you're deep in the middle of a project where where you've got the studio lights baking you, sweat's pouring off your face. You're pouring your heart and guts and soul into what? What's going on? Source. It's a source video. Uh, It is a very disrespectful source video. It's an acquired taste. Um, If adult content and humor and our language, very adult swim, um, 
I'm very excited to release it. I might get in trouble with this one because I do some raw lyrics, but it's for... You say that every week. I say that every week. This one, I think, is probably the rawest. Last time we had someone, like, pretty much pleasure themselves uh, to get a release date in a video. That was pretty raw. You know when YouTube says, like, what kind of content? I actually very accurate with my... Yeah, it has strong language. It has strong sexual suggestive stuff. Yeah, fine. You guys <laughs> don't know this, no but ads. when you when you upload yeah. a video, YouTube asks you in the process of setting up all the information. It says, "Do you have any of this? Do you have any of this? And you have Do to you get have right. any of this in there?" And me, uh, you know, I was clean as a whistle. I'm like, "No, no, no." And Gaz is like, "Yes, maybe a little bit, <laughs> two inches." <laughs> I'll just kind of two inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I have to take those boxes because you know I don't I don't mess about with YouTube, so I do take that. Uh, so this, uh, yeah, the video is like source video. It's on. A, I'll give you a little a early peek. It's about people who are defending. Uh, there are people out there defending a seventy dollar price hack because they're PlayStation fanboys and they have don't have the balls to actually call out something like that. And I find that frustrating and then also there's one very disgustingly stupid moronic take from this one chap who oh i was gonna talk about that tonight i'm glad we didn't i don't you yeah, can cover it it's on halo infinite you think i'm entitled with halo infinite you haven't seen anything yet or unless you have seen this guy but yeah it's gonna it's a fu- it's a funny video i want Not my dollar everyone. back <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly what is dollar back what uh, but yeah, it's it's just gonna be a fun video if you like that kind of humor. It's a bit disrespectful for people I call out, but I don't care. But yeah, check it out. Uh, Game on daily one word. Is it gonna be out tomorrow? Yeah, it should be out tomorrow. I filmed most of it, but minus the monologues, which I'll fill uh, film tomorrow in this heat, and then I'll let you know. Yeah, tomorrow. awesome. Thank tomorrow. you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, like I said, I'll have uh, my review out tomorrow, and then working on a big Starfield video, and just trying to get that all explained but thank you so much yeah. for checking out the ecstasy podcast hit the like button we have almost 400 likes we are live on the cool eastwood channel but this is also on demand on spotify apple podcast google Podcasts, and a couple other platforms so if you want to check that out on your favorite place you can add or subscribe that channel and you'll get the update um after every tuesday morning i guess if you're in north america but we appreciate our australian our uk our european and our north american audience that's so cool thank you so much for checking out the show and um gas get some rest thank you so much for doing the show yet again i don't know what i'm gonna do when you get busier and busier but thank you for everything you do guys thank you so much we're gonna get out of here and have a good one thank you i'm naked again (laughs) hold on i haven't hold on i haven't hit the end thing they can hear everything we're saying thanks everybody we're out of here (laughs) 